So we now begin this uh, wonderful chapter 5 of Romans, which is all about reconciliation to the Father. We have been brought back into his presence, and all through the uh, gift that God gave us of his Son, Jesus Christ, who represents and stands in for all humanity and uh, brings us back to the Father. So Paul says here, therefore, verse 1, therefore having peace... Uh, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And we talked about that a little bit yesterday, that uh, we have now been declared innocent, justified. Now, by, who by, by the way, who has declared us innocent? Did we declare ourselves innocent? Did we, um, uh, are we justified by our behavior, our repentance, uh, our good performance, our uh, perfect rituals? No, God did something to uh, the human race and for us. In Jesus Christ, he declared us innocent because Jesus represented the human race. I know that's very difficult to get our heads around. I think of, uh, and I've mentioned to you, I mentioned to you the other day, uh, David, King David had victory over Goliath, and his victory was on behalf of all Israel. If, if Goliath had won, it would have been on behalf of all the Philistines. So you see, the head of the, the government or the head of the nation represented uh, the whole people. If the head of the nation gained victory, so it was considered that the whole nation had gained victory. Well, Jesus represented all humanity and gained victory for us, and therefore we are accounted as having gained victory, as having been justified. So we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Notice where the peace comes from. It comes through our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, in the most practical terms, think of it for yourself. You're lying in bed at night, you can't sleep, you're worried, you're anxious, you're troubled, and uh, you just um, wish it were morning and yet you want to sleep longer uh, because you just can't get out of your own head. When we can't get out of our own head, that's this anxiety and the trouble that we feel. We feel condemned by God. We feel that we have no right to appeal to him. We feel that he is frowning upon us and judging us. Well, you see, the belief and trust in Jesus Christ counters all that. You say, well, how does it counter it? What do we do? We get into our heads by faith. We get into our heads by faith and we tell our heads to quieten down and shut up because you do not determine where my peace comes from anymore. Your peace does not come from the state of your mind. It comes from the state of Christ's heart towards you in relation to his relationship to his Father. He represents you before the Father and your peace is determined by his uh, uh, being received by his Father on your behalf. This is the astonishing nature and meaning of the gospel. We have peace through our Lord Jesus Christ. And so you can say to your head, 
Father in heaven, I thank you that my thinking, my thoughts, my uh, accusations, my recriminations, that I'm no good, I'm useless, I, I don't amount to anything, I'll never succeed. All of those, Lord God, are no longer counted against me. They are not the true state of my relationship to you. My st- the, the state of my relationship to you is not determined by my mind and my worries and my anxieties, but by Jesus, who is my peace before you. Do you get it? Do you see how practical this is if you just go beyond the the biblical teaching to um, poking into your mind by faith and realizing what you can do? So, you see, comes the next verse. Through whom, that is, through Jesus Christ. Let's read verse 1 again to get the connection. Therefore, having been justified by faith, declared innocent, in other words, by Christ in whom we have faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand. How beautiful is this? Through Christ, we have access. Now, the words in the Greek suggest a dome, suggest a dome in which we enter. It's like a large building and and the dome like St. Paul's Cathedral in London. Uh, It is um, uh, the dome of God's grace. We are entering into it and we live in there. We don't ask ourselves, "Have have I got enough grace in my heart? Rather, is grace big enough in which I have entered and live? We, This grace that is ours is this wonderful dome of God's surrounding love and mercy. And we have entered it, we have gained access to it, not by our works, not by our performance, not by our repentance, not by our sincerity, not by our surrender, but through Christ, through whom we have access by faith into this grace. Now we enter this grace by faith, the faith that God has given us. So let's suppose trouble is all around you from family or work or finances or health or other situations, and you just feel that the world is falling apart all around you. But you allow yourself to believe, Father in heaven, I have access to your grace. I am living in this this dome of your grace now. And all the trouble I am going through from work or finances or health or family, it's all being experienced in the dome of of your grace, dear God. You see, we don't deny the existence of trouble. Of course not. We've got trouble all around. We're not people walking around. Well, we're not walking. We're not people with head in the in the sand. We're admitting the troubles. But where do the troubles exist? Do the troubles exist in Satan's kingdom, or in God's kingdom? If they, if they exist, if our troubles exist in Satan's kingdom, then they'll get worse and worse, and the only end result will be death. But that's no longer true. We experience troubles in the dome of God's grace so that the troubles ultimately end up as blessings. Through whom, then, 
we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand. And the the idea of standing in God's grace is the idea of security. We're standing firm. We have this safety net all around us. God is our refuge and help, a very present help in trouble. God, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. And even though the earth be removed and the mountains be cast into the depths of the sea, God is our refuge and strength. This is what we know. So let's read this again. Therefore, having been justified, declared innocent, that is, by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand. Now look at this. And rejoice in hope of the glory of God. We rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Now the word rejoice can be translated congratulate ourselves, pat ourselves on the back. We congratulate ourselves, not because we are good, not because we've triumphed over something, but because Christ has triumphed over something, because he is good on our behalf and for us. So we pat ourselves on the back, we congratulate ourselves for the boon that has been brought to us. We congratulate ourselves in hope of the glory of God. Now, the word in hope there is in certain expectation, not a wistful, wishful thinking that we might get there, but a certain expectation of the glory of God, that is, of being participators in God's glory, finally. We're not going to live in this broken-down body of ours forever. We're going to have eternal life with bodies that will live are incorruptible, and we shall live with Jesus Christ, and we shall live forever. This is what we expect. Now then, all of this is like a fairy tale, isn't it? It is so far beyond what our mind can imagine that something has to happen beyond our mind. And you know what it is? Well, I've already mentioned it many, many times. It's faith. Yes, but that, where does faith come from, Colin? I don't know as I have much of that. If you think of faith as your willpower or your choice to believe, you won't get very far with it because your mind and my mind is broken down. It's part of our sinful human nature. Our faith is a bro- our, our minds are broken. But faith is not from the human mind, even though it operates in the human mind. Faith is a gift from God. Remember what Jesus said when uh, he asked Peter, Who do you say that I am? Peter said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And what did uh, Jesus? Re- how did Jesus respond? He said, Blessed are you, Peter, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. And so, when we have faith that Jesus is our Savior, the Son of God, the gift of God from heaven, that faith to know who Christ is, is a gift from God. When you believe, you are believing because of God's empowering that faith within you. 
And so what we need to say is, Father in heaven, my mind will never tell me any of this stuff that Colin's talking about in Romans chapters one to chapter five, verses one to three. My mind will is depressed, my mind is secular, my mind is fearful, my mind is guilt ridden. It will never tell me any of this. So how will I know it, dear God? Father, I thank you for the faith that you give me, for the faith that you give me will instruct my mind. And so I want you to see yourself as having a gift from God, faith, that instructs your mind. Your faith tells your mind how to think. This world doesn't know that, and that's why they have to go to drugs and antidepressants and so forth to make the mind think or feel differently. But we don't need to do that because we have an instrument given to us by God, faith, that instructs the mind on how to think. So when your mind goes into all its depressive or self-accusatory thoughts and says you're no good, what's wrong with you, and, and nothing I do turns out to be any good, you say, Father in heaven, in the name of Jesus Christ, I tell my mind that that has no power over me. Those thoughts have no power over me anymore, for I instruct my mind to believe that I have access to the Father access to you, dear God. I have grace in which I stand, which was brought to me by Jesus Christ and through him, and I am congratulating myself and rejoicing in the hope of enjoying your glory one day, and even now through Jesus Christ. Thank you for joining me today, everyone. Colin Cook here and How It Happens. You can listen to this program on your smartphone. Simply down a free app, download a free app, soundcloud.com or podbean.com and key in How It Happens with Colin Cook. How It Happens with Colin Cook when you get there. Please also consider a donation to the program. I keep asking, but I don't hear very many responses presently, although I thank you for those who have responded. Please consider a serious donation or a small donation, whatever you can manage. Please send it to FaithQuest, P.O. Box 366, Littleton, Colorado, 80160. Thanks so much. See you next time. Cheerio and God bless.